0: Welcome to the Love Nasium.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Love Nasium. That's right, baby. It's World of Tomorrow. After After
0: Dark. dark. Wow, you synced up really well on that. Probably because it was so erotic. 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 Erotic.
1: Well, Wait, welcome actually, back. That's oh. actually
0: an app I downloaded.
1: You to E raw dick. <laughs> oh, electronic raw dick. <laughs> raw dick. <laughs> no, I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> well, as like Professor Fink. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as uh, as you've already been able to tell by the blue content that we're already slinging, uh, mm-hmm. this is World of Tomorrow after dark, where we cover exclusive content that you will not find on the regular episodes. And of course, if you are hearing this, that means that you are a Patreon supporter, and we thank you and we love you for that. Um, and this yes. content is for you. And you know what? I'm gonna give the I'm gonna give the Patreon an old double check, but. I think we can still be dedicating these eps to our main man. And I think you know who I'm talking about, PD.
0: I do indeed. We're talking about our main, our main man. man,
1: Sam. Jesus. Oh, shit. Um, oh. Well. I, I will say, at one point, Sam did have longer hair. And if he had a beard, which I haven't seen him with one, he could look kind of like Jesus. I usually
0: dedicate all my erotic and arousing uh, goings on to Jesus. That's on a, a standard basis. But this time I'm happy to make a corn session for Sam.
1: And I believe the Pope did say that is the number one way to, uh, to uh, serve the Lord. Yes. Yes. So. To ascend
0: to the godly plane. Bang in the name of Jay. Actually.
1: Bang uh, uh, in uh, the point, name of Jay.
0: Point of of. Of. Colonel of truth here, actually. I believe it was... Tang, huh? Colonel of truth here. (laughs) (laughs) Colonel of truth. (laughs) Um, It was the Pope, like Pontius or something, whatever. But it was like the late eight, nine hundreds when the Crusades were going on. And he was like, all Catholics should have as many kids as we can so that we can win the Crusades because we need more soldiers. Jesus. So, just throwing it out there, actually, banging is for the Lord. Well, yeah, I mean, banging
1: went. for reproduction has always been for the Lord.
0: But, like, like to a, a gluttonous end, I guess I would say.
1: Well, I mean, I guess it's open to interpretation of what he meant, but. I mean, he's never wrong. So, either, <laughs> either, either way, when you're right. Whichever Pope I mean, that was, he's never wrong. You're right.
0: He's he's never wrong. Pope Pius the Pontius the Gregory the Fourth the Fifth.
1: <laughs> the the minor. What is the what is that Rufus Wayne song? the minor. Uh, he sings Hall- Oh no! I mean, yeah, the Hallelujah. He sings Hallelujah on the Shrek soundtrack. And there's a line that's like the fourth, the fifth, the minor, something, the major. Oh, lift, the fourth, the broken. Fifth,
0: the minor yeah, fall,
1: the yeah. major lift. The and Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm done. Dude, I used to like <laughs> shed tears listening to that song it on was, the Shrek it's soundtrack. was so beautiful. It's and like beautiful. after
0: Donald Trump won, they played that on uh, as the L. Rufus it's Wainwright continued. one. Kate McKinnon. No, so the original composer oh. died the week of the election. Rufus Wainwright right, 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 was right, the right. one who, like, is he our, our generation. That's right. That's but right. it's like the most famous and like uh, the most famous cover. Yeah, um, but Kate McKinnon played it. It's like a very, it's very famous out, even outside of Shrek's Shrek's sh- 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 Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I can't
1: remember the name of the guy who originally did it, but I do actually prefer Rufus's version of it. Um, yeah, it's so I mean, yeah, tears. it's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful tears song. streaming. And it is we- so funny to me that such a beautiful piece of art could be on the Shrek soundtrack cuz that is also next to <gasps> Hey Now You're an All Star. And accidentally in love. That's Counting Crows, I believe. There's also um something by one of the the third Carter sibling, Aaron and Nick Carter's sister has a song on there called Like what? Wow
0: what they have a sister
1: Aaron Carter is canceled by
0: me because he said he was gay and he's not gay CNN tragic gay news you can be gay you can be bi you can do whatever you can say hey I touched a dong one time or like hey I got a boner in the locker room whatever just don't go back don't
1: don't mess don't go back
0: on this guys and if I'm gonna have gay fantasies about you it's so much hotter knowing that you're actually gay and there's like not a zero, a a, to, a total zero percent chance. There's just like a modicum of a percent right. chance that it could happen, but it makes it hotter because it's that's pl- more plausible in my mind. Exactly.
1: I mean, hey, anything is infinity times more than zero. So
0: you know what, counsel? That's
1: correct. I, I, w- I want to legally get that in the books. <laughs> okay, legally now. After the gavel has hit, that is in the books. That's in the books. Um, <laughs> but let's get to it, PD. Today we are going to talk about the future of Futurama, and um, I did bring this up last week on our regular Mm -hmm. episode, um, and PD, you so judiciously (laughs) um, recommended that actually, let's make this some exclusive content, so that is exactly what we're going to do now. Um, So as we've said on the regular episodes, they announced a few months ago um, for us, we're in the first half of 2022 still. Um, they announced that there's going to be a new episode of Futurama and it will air on Hulu. Um, Mm -hmm. so previously the show originally aired on Fox and then it got picked up by Comedy Central. Then it was housed for many, many moons on Netflix and then it was housed. Now it sort of lives on Hulu. Yes, exactly. And to
0: paint a little bit more color, uh, Futurama will be returning in 2023 with 20 episodes, it seems that as though production has already begun on this, Katie yes. Seagal has uh, actually uh, had an interview with um, <clears throat> Game Rant and said that it's, you know, one of the, the her favorite jobs she's ever had. She's like, we actually just recorded an episode yesterday. It's been great. We're, we've got 20 episodes coming for you guys. So that's super duper exciting. Um, she said it was also one of the easiest decisions she's ever made to come back to the show. She was like, yes. "This is like one of my favorite jobs." I was like, "That's great."
1: That is um, awesome to hear, especially knowing that the main like voice actors are behind it. I think is a really great thing because oftentimes that is the most important thing is having the performers be on board. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, because and if you, you get don't, such a
0: better performance from them. Like exactly, that's, that's so
1: much more. Gen- not even genuine,
0: but I don't know, like. Um, a a, shirt, a je ne sais quoi, like a verve. They have like it's a just life to them. <laughs> it should be la G V if one if one will. But you have so much more like life and animation. It doesn't seem like it's like begrudgingly done, which some voice acting actually does, you know. Like I feel like when I'm watching a, a show where there are hundreds of episodes and it seems like, okay, I can tell they phoned it in. But with Futurama, I don't think I don't I don't feel that way about any of the voice actors ever. I think they totally
1: I, actually enjoy their job. I agree. And so I think one thing here to to mention is that we did kind of touch on this at the earlier episodes of the regular episodes, which is initially there was a controversy, uh, which people are now calling Bendergate, where John mm-hmm. DiMaggio, who is the voice of Bender, um, you also recognize him as the voice of Jake the Dog from Adventure Time. He is a very successful and applauded voice actor. Yeah. Uh, voice actor. He was originally not going to get paid the same amount as Billy West, voice of Fry, and like the professor and um, Katie uh, Siegel, Leela, so, which is like obviously right. dumb because Bender is like, those are the top three characters Fry, Leela, Bender.
0: And, and so it makes sense that they should be
1: compensated on, fairly, equally, and fairly.
0: Exactly. And, and in the new episodes on Comedy Central, Bender was the central figure, I would venture more times than Fry. Oh, was.
1: yeah. It's like they really embraced Bender in the like the later seasons. Right. So every movie thing really that came rails. out has like at least two of them are about Bender, right? Bender's Game and
0: um Bender's Game and uh Bender's Big Score. Bender's Big Score. And The Beast with a Billion Backs is actually also about Bender because he gets left on Earth and uh what's the last one? Yeah. What's the
1: game what, Oh, what the you- the the D&D one
0: yeah that's that would be um
1: something dungeons and dragons some pun on that no yeah, i
0: no 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 that's 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 bender's game actually
1: oh oh okay
0: wait, wait we can do this i'm challenging us okay well pd challenging, is challenging himself challenging. by typing into the keyboard
1: um but yeah so Are basically three?
0: i thought there's four guess so. i
1: thought there were four too Anyway, um, the point is Bendergate happened and the fans really fucking came together and I'm very proud of people because they got it so such a big deal on social media that they renegotiated the contract with John DiMaggio and he is now getting the compensation that he requested, uh, which is, quite frankly, not a common thing these days. People, especially performers, getting compensated um, for what they actually deserve, so... One yes. one of the few victories, kind of won by social media in that sense, where like people were like, "We're not gonna fucking watch the show if Bender is a <laughs> different actor, has a, a different voice actor." Yeah, exactly. Like that would like, not be worth it. And also, Futurama without Bender
0: is not Futurama. Right. It's, exactly. It's 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 wonderful, and I would probably enjoy it as I enjoyed uh, seasons four and five of Arrested Development, but it would absolutely not be the same it would be the methadone to my addiction
1: it would be it would be it would be ama it would be footer Futur. it would not be futurama oh I was like, <laughs> is this another language i was gonna say it'd be the great
0: value of futurama which is of course walmart's
1: off oh i was like brand. i know that's a generic brand but i don't know whose generic brand that is
0: Walmart. Um, little um, also to to uh a monk to editorialize. Oh, uh Futurama into the wild green yonder is the one we were missing. That's right. That's with right. With the hotel and the
1: and the turtle and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, we're, anyway, we're... so that was the first controversy. And now we're going to get to something, the real meat of this episode, which is kind of more of a personal controversy for moi. Um, but I wanted to, this is the issue I brought up last week on the regular episode. Um, which is that I'm already starting to see uh, motherfuckers online, on the YouTube, trying to talk shit mm-hmm. and say, hey, Futurama should not be rebooted. You know, like, it's fine let it on die. its own. Yeah, let it, it... It It. was a good thing, and it, you know, all good things must end, and that sort of argument. Now, Petey, before I go into my diatribe, do you have any comments to add?
0: Um, I want to hear your diatribe. I do have co- comments to add, but... Uh, I, would, I, I think I'll add them subsequent to Diatribe.
1: Okay. So here's my thing. I did watch uh, at least one of the videos that I had seen that kind of came up that was sort of like, here's why Futurama should not come back. Um, and to be honest, the video has decent points, but I disagree with a lot of them um, because I think it's sort of like as a, someone who loves Futurama the way Petey and I do, I am willing mm-hmm. to be optimistic and give it another try. And I'm not going to – a year before it comes out, I'm not going to be like, here's why it shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to be grateful that people came together to, to do it again and that the market is still big enough that they are willing to do another season. I think that's really what that indicates to me is that if a, if a production company or Hulu or whatever is saying – hey, we think there's still a market. We see how much people are still watching Futurama on streaming. So Mm -hmm. we think that there's this market for new content of it to come out and then to get people all – like original people like Matt Groening and the voice actors to come back and do it means that so many people still love Futurama, both consumers and creators. Like why not give it a shot, right? Absolutely, and I, I'm I'm very
0: curious as to how that's calculated, right? Like, if you're thinking total numbers of hours of Futurama watched, I, it's a comfort show, right? Like you and I have talked about. I throw this on in the background. Well, that's for and us. I right, but but I'm saying that that is for a a lot of people think like us. There are a lot of um of people who use Thirty Rock and Friends, <sighs> Friends,
1: The Chris. Office. The Shut office. up and put on three more episodes of to the to Office. office. <laughs> Petunia, an absolute <laughs> um, American treasure. Petunia. shows, right. So,
0: yeah. So I'm wondering if they're doing it like by account, because also it's really hard to determine. Oh, hey, I have a Hulu account with two people on it, but it's done through like. Twenty-five different IP addresses, so they're sharing it a bunch. So I'm really curious as to how Hulu is calculating that and if it's accurate. If they're and if their gamble is going to pay off, because personally, I think it will. I think the Futurama is a show that is obviously Matt Groening and that there's a, a, always a market
1: for the Simpsons ebbs and flows. It's still fucking on, though. I mean, that show's been on, so like that's all they that have to say is like, well, that show is Fox keeps already. it on exactly
0: they're never going to turn that faucet off until Dan Castellaneta or until Yardley Smith or one of the main main voice actors passes away and then they've got to do that but that's 20 years from now right they're in their 50s 60s maybe 7 maybe 70s now but either way they've got enough money to stay alive forever but we also have this component of um so so hopefully it's calculated correctly and hopefully that the gamble does pay off the other part is i wonder if they have any data from Netflix around uh, Disenchantment, which is another Matt Groening ditty. Because if they have numbers, that just hit their part five. And I believe it was originally supposed to be a three part series because they literally continuously like show the episode number and say, this is part like 52, part 56, and whatever. It was originally supposed to be a limited series. And I think that it got so much popularity that oh, wow, okay, there still is this huge market available for people wanting content that Matt Greening writes or that, that that he, the universes that he creates. So I think that's also a boon for them to say, oh, shit, we're missing out on this. And oh, actually, we have rights to Fox because we're Disney.
1: We're going to go ahead and take Futurama. So yeah, some people were. Uh, I, that is an interesting thing, which is like why Netflix didn't tried to do this because they're working with Matt Greening on Disenchantment. But I think what you just said makes perfect sense. Like if Hulu has like Disney, cause I don't know who owns Hulu, but I Disney. feel like it has NBC and Hulu and um, Fox stuff primarily. It doesn't really have CBS stuff.
0: NBC is getting taken off for Peacock purposes, but Hulu Hulu is owned by Disney, which also owns Fox, Marvel, yeah,
1: Marvel, Star
0: Wars, uh, Star Wars, and National Geographic and a couple other proprietary ones but
1: yes ESPN yes also ESPN um so yeah that would make perfect sense so i think so that's like my first argument which is like i think that this demonstrates that if like the big fat cats of like Disney and Hulu are <laughs> saying hey there's like enough money in this it also just means that there's still a lot of love on both sides both from the creator standpoint not like the fat cats but like Matt Groening and the, the voice actors, and maybe hopefully some writers too, um, like original writers. And then, uh, and on the viewer side, people are still watching Matt Groening content. People are still watching old episodes of a show that hasn't aired in like five or six years. And then right. before that, had a few years before, you know, so it's like their show originally started like 20 years ago. So the fact I'm just like very impressed. In 23
0: that sense. years ago.
1: Yeah. So is- then the 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 sort of like second thing that the main thing that this guy is trying to argue is that like essentially because the he bases the whole show's plot and success off of the relationship between Fry and Leela which is not mm-hmm. necessarily inaccurate in the sense that yes that is an ongoing plot point for basically the entire show and then he goes into the synopsis of the final episode which obviously we will eventually get to on the regular episodes but spoiler alert Fry and Leela, like, finally get married, basically. Uh, right. And you kind of finally get this closure on their love story. Um, but they do leave it a little bit open-ended at the end so that you could interpret something else. Right. PD, you are looking like you want to say something. So, so <clears throat> I think that when
0: shows come back after cancellation, you know, they get the revival, they kind of focus too much on where they left off like Arrested Development focuses on what people have been doing in the interim. And I can't think of any other examples, but if it sounds like I'm saying, um, but my you voice is more convincing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also I'm, I'm hoping that they won't focus too much on that. And I am hoping they're not going to be like, or for example, like Rick and Morty, you know, they were gone for two years and then they had to like go into all this like deep depths of Rick's background. And then what Jerry is up to. And like, they kind of go into what they were missing out on. And I think that's a huge mistake. I think it's important for the viewer to get a scene or maybe two about what they've been doing or a montage or something. No, they're going like, to do a line,
1: PD, because they're going to do what they did last time.
0: Oh, or, yeah. Or, or be a line like, oh, we were canceled by the Box Network. Like, yeah. And now we're on some sort, sort of Network.
1: Comedy Central. Yeah, that was exactly. it. And then they moved on.
0: Yes, and that—that's what I want. And so then, like, exactly. you know, don't focus on the fact that that Fry and Leela were like technically married. Don't even make them married at at all in this. Make well them, here, like, PD.
1: Wait, sorry, you're getting ahead of me a little bit here. Because we should talk about what we'd like to see in it, but I'm not quite there yet. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So <laughs> you're you're definitely on on this. You're you're on pitch here, PD, <coughs> as Mrs. Bartolomeo used to say. Um, <laughs> no, but basically his premise is that the show is – like that Fry and Leela's relationship is so important and that as a sitcom, it's basically a status quo show. So like Seinfeld, like every episode, the every yeah. character, state they end where they started. So if they get anything good or particularly bad, that usually gets neutralized in some way by the end of the episode and they're back to where they started, which yes, mm-hmm. that is a common thing. But like the show has been going on for long enough that they definitely added things – right? Like we find out so much more about Zoidberg that by the end of the show, our view of Zoidberg is completely different than it was at the beginning of the show. And that's good. You know, that's like a good thing to me. I don't think it needs to be that like Zoidberg is always this sort of like empty character who's just poor and nobody likes him. He can be like more complex than that.
0: Yes. But I will take issue with the fact that what we're talking about is backstory, not forwarding the story, right? Zoidberg, like, no. in the last episode, had a girlfriend. So it's it's all backstory. So it does change your view of the character but so does a and future... their machinations and everything. But it doesn't change their status. Like, their status... Zoidberg is still a penniless lobster who lives in the dumpster and eats shit. No, shoes. but
1: everybody learns about Zoidberg, and so they understand right. more but about you, him.
0: But the you're characters still
1: back think. to square one. No, I disagree. The characters didn't know Zoidberg's, like... The whole episode where, like, they go into Zoidberg and, like, how important he was to the professor and the whole, like, white hair yeti thing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the characters, not just the audience, the characters learn more about Zoidberg and there is some degree of respect. And, like, to your point, yes, they do still razz on Zoidberg, but I would argue that, like, we're now... Zoidberg is a transformed character because of that. And so, similarly, if Fry and Leela are married that becomes a backstory element and they can still act the same way that they've always acted. Fry can always be saying romantic things to Lila and she's sort of shaking them off because they're at work. Like it doesn't need to be like taken so literally, I guess, because enough time so, has passed that you can make shifts like that the way that they have. So follow up
0: question to that real quick. Um, how does it feel to be the wrongest person on earth? No, I, I think that I think that's a valid point, but I think there's also validity in, in like they still go back to a relative square one, like, you know, Zoyberg actually I take this back because Zoyberg does literally win the lottery, he has money fall into his lap, and then he goes back to square one. Actually, which bolsters my argument. So there is still square one to it. Like like we learned about Zoeberg in that episode, like, oh, he's selfless, so he doesn't care about money. He just wants to give people – give his friends time because he doesn't really have friends, blah, 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 blah. Yes, you can still further the character of the individual, but their circumstances don't necessarily change from that. And I'm happy to be proven wrong with particular examples. But I feel like for the most part, other than Fry and Leela's relationship evolving, like Hermes is the same, Amy is the same. With she and Kiff are together, I guess now. The professor is like absolutely square one. I mean, that's a relationship,
1: PD. They were single at the yeah. beginning of it, and then th- now they're Fonfon Rue. <laughs>
0: Fonfon uh, Rue. I believe they're Smismars.
1: They're both. Fonfon Rue is marriage. Smismar is like baby mama.
0: Oh or, vi- that's or right. vice
1: versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did read that. And I'm not saying that you're like wrong. I definitely think that you have a solid argument. I guess my point is that like while what this like YouTube video is saying is like technically true about sitcoms, I think it's a very narrow view to have for a show that like we love. And like so basically I'm saying this because I love the show so much and I think it's a really pessimistic view to say, okay, well, there's two approaches that the writers could possibly have. Leela and Fry are not married, and they have to come up with some reason why the yeah. un, they undid whatever they did. Which is obviously there's a million plot points that could do that easily, and it's not weird. That's a whole episode, or two, yeah. or two, or it's not a whole episode. It's three lines, you know, and you just I'm, fucking we, right, move right, on. right. Yeah, we yeah we
0: don't want you know? it to be a whole episode. I'm just saying, you know, they are they there's a, yes, correct. Sorry, that was right. Bad. And
1: so, or the other one is. Okay, so they are married, but like that doesn't need to completely ruin the show in some way. Cause like I said, you could have it so that they're married, but Leela wants to keep it professional at work. Cause that's definitely in Leela's character, right? <laughs> right. So Fry is maybe trying to get her to do things and she doesn't want to. So she has a similar reluctance than she always had. Cause it's like, yeah, they're touch and go. And, but like that doesn't, I don't know. It's like, did Fry and Leela kissing for the first time ruin it? No. Like, sure, they like broke up, but like, that things still happened. So I guess, like, to me, yeah. it's sort of, like, it's a very narrow view, and there's infinite possibilities with both of those pathways that where the show could still be good. So, like, I kind of take offense to the guy's point that, like, the show cannot be good if you, like, continue on with this sort of status quo changing thing. That's my yes. point, ultimately. Like, you're right. There's very few status quo changing things throughout the seasons, but that doesn't mean that it can't happen and it won't be good because there's so many other characters. There's so many other good things about the show that are not Fry and Leela.
0: Yes, and it's it's also different when you have a cartoon versus like a I feel like the medium the medium changes things, right? So if you have mm-hmm. when you have a cartoon, there's a lot of different things you can do, a lot of different episodes. You can get outlandish with it, you can get crazy with it as long as you can animate it. But when you have real people in real situations and you're doing like live, what do you call that?
1: Live live action. Action, yeah.
0: We were doing 3D live action animation you kind of
1: organic animation.
0: <laughs> orga- oh, organic uh yes, animation. Uh, when you're doing that, like people do, somewhat expect there to be character growth, right? In friends, someone has to get married, someone has to have a baby, someone has to do this, someone someone has to get a new job and move on, someone has to do that, and everything. You know, um, it, it, there's only so much you can do within that realm of possibility versus in a cartoon where you can kind exactly. of go out you and do be like, oh, did you did you know that Hermes actually has a vacation home on Neptune and he goes there and
1: talks to Santa when you never know right. about
0: it? Boom! There's your there's half an episode.
1: So there's, there's your, your a plot. To your point, like likely they – I think it is very likely that they'll come up with a way that Fry and Leela are not married because obviously there's plenty of time paradox – I mean the whole episode where they're doing it, there's like a bunch of time travel stuff going on. So like there's universe, multiverse stuff. There's timeline stuff. There's a million different reasons that they've already kind of touched in some way that could lead them to be a perfectly acceptable reason. But I think ultimately I just think that it's in poor taste to automatically discount it. Right now. agree. And if you do, then you're not a true fan. And that's that's and that's exactly my verdict.
0: Oh, your honor. I think I need to get I'm gonna need a law and order on
1: that one. Punctuate, consider that punctuated. Thank that you. Prudus is punctuated. So so Petey, that was my diatribe. I think that the guy should not be considered a fan and his fan status should be revoked. If he's talking so much
0: shit. Yes. And I. At risk of going on and on and on and on. Because I knew we do need to wrap up. Because we're going over our time. But I think. I think you're right. I think we should not get too far ahead of ourselves. We're talking 2023. It went on for four seasons on Comedy Central. When it aired from 2010 to 2014. So we know we're at least going to get a handful of seasons. Which is great. Which we should be excited about. Exactly. And let's keep it. To optimism, folks. Let's yes. look at what's gonna be great about it. We don't need to make Futurama great again because it's already perfect.
1: It's already perfect. Okay. Already perfect, or perfect show.
0: Everybody says. Oh, Everybody says. So I think we should we should put a, a, a put a pin in this right here. Yes. And then our next episode when we get some more information about what the season's gonna look like or some leaks or some uh footage, not some footage, some some stills that are, you know, tweeted out by Hulu. Uh, We can speculate and also talk a little bit more about what we would like to see. Because we touched on on base, but there are multiple characters and episodes and plot lines that I've got written down that I've been thinking about that would be great to jump back into. Uh, Which, fuck! I just realized the episode we were supposed to do, or we just did, I was supposed to make a point that Jur, a.k.a. the little baby Poplar, Poplar. is actually the one that comes back. He's the one that feeds uh, his turds to Fry in the news season. Uh oh. yeah it's the same one his name, his name is he's like i am Jerr
1: i was like oh my god that That's, is that amazing i never picked I up know. on that I but i the episode dude. i do love that uh we'll have to do an addendum on next regular episode yes hopefully i soon do love the when fry is like eating his poop and it's like jelly beans <laughs> yeah it's i think so it's so fucking like, funny em, em, yeah 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 Oh, God. Well, anyway. Well, guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of World of Tomorrow after dark. Again, this exclusive dark. content. Thank you, Petey. This <laughs> This exclusive content is only available to the bending unit and higher supporters on Patreon. So if you're hearing this, you have some VIP ears, baby. Or –
0: Someone pirated it because it's probably one of the most listened to podcasts. Yes. this year. Oh, what a
1: day when when people pirate our podcast! That'll be a fucking honor. That means exactly. That means that we're like really successful. So, you know, well, what? guys, uh, check us out. Gonna we'll happen. do another one of these soon, Pete. We have a couple more topics on our list for now for the yes. after darks. So we'll get to another one. Um, I think right now we're we've done this every other we've done two a month but i think one to two a month is kind of where we're at for the the exclusive epis um but more to come we'll probably you know if if we have more ideas we'll do more um so look out for these and um thanks for being such beautiful supporters sam we love love you you. and uh anyone else who's listening to this in the future we love you too
0: god bless you
1: God bless you, merry gentlemen and ladies and non-binary. You okay, I'm done singing. I've already. Erotic. What? <laughs> erotic, 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 erotic. Thank you guys for joining. We love you. We love Bye. you. Bye. Welcome to the Love nation.